Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Just Church Won't Cut It with the Josiahs. We are on episode nine now. And again, we are just excited to be here. Happy to be here and just sharing another time with you guys. Um, so today's conversation, the topic will be titled Submit. Submit, submission. We're going to have a conversation about that. But first, let's start with just the basic. Like, what is submission? What's the definition of that, right? Um, the definition is the act of, the act or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Okay? That's basic. And a lot of times we watch, like, wrestling or jiu-jitsu, martial arts and things like that. And you, when they get in there, their will is being tested. And they're really just giving, giving up when they get submitted. And once you have to tap out, that is saying that, you know what, I surrender. I give myself up. I am no more. I am done. And um, the other person has won essentially so so that's how we're going to start off today okay so let's let's dive right into it um we have james chapter 4 verse 7 so humble yourselves before god resist the devil and he will flee from you so i'll read it one more time so humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That's James chapter 4, verse 7. I mean, that's pretty much where it all starts. You know, the first submission, us as human beings, uh, the first, first submission that we need to be um, need to be exercising daily is submission to God first because he's the creator of all things you know all authority and power is given to all authority and power belongs to him um, so to start this off on the right note it's starting off with God first being submissive to God because he's the one who's responsible for everything that we have Life, the breath that we breathe, the air that we breathe, that's his breath that he breathed through the nostril of Adam to give him life. So when we wake up and we are breathing, walking about and healthy and eating and doing the things that we normally do each and every day, guess what? We're borrowing life. We're borrowing his life because he breathed his spirit of life into us and that breath is what we are that, that breath is what we call life. So once you're breathing, you owe him that responsibility to be to, in total submission to him. Be completely humble to him. And when we don't, then he hold us. We are at fault by law. By, by law and by nature, we are at fault. You know? So James chapter 4, verse 7. And then we, you know, we can, you know, look at Hebrews chapter 12, verse 9. You know, the example right here says, Since we 
respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? Since we respect our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? So, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a question, you know, and it makes sense. You know, it makes sense because that's the same thing. James chapter four, verse seven, you know, go back to God. It goes back to him. Okay. It started out, it started with him and to get it right. We have to get it right with him first to, before we submit to anything, anyone else, we have to submit to him first. So everything can be in place in order. And when we choose any when we choose to submit to anything else before him, anything else out there that is not him, then we're already out of order. And then we're already heading down the path of chaos. But if we can, you know, if we if we are able to respect our earthly fathers who discipline us and have fear for them and you know and and if we are if we are able to be submissive to them, our earthly father, then how much more should we be submissive to our spiritual father, the one who who's responsible for our life, who's responsible for the breath and the air that we breathe, who's the ones who's who's responsible for our souls, the ones who's who has the power to destroy the flesh and the soul. You know, so just to put things in perspective before we get into other scriptures and other discussions of submission and being submissive, um, we need to start with the Most High first. Start with God first. Start with Him first, then we are on the right path to um, um, get everything right. So the blueprint is right there in the scriptures. So start with God first. You know, be in submission to God totally first. You know, as a man, as the the head of the, the head of the house, the father of the house, men, women, children, but the men first, the husband. You know, submission starts with us being submitted to the Most High first, because if we are not submitted to the Most High, then we've already messed up, because then we don't have. There's the world outside of the Most High. There's no other blueprint that's gonna get it right, besides the scriptures and the things that the Lord have given us to assist us in how to submit to Him more, get to know Him more, know the things that He likes, the things that He hates, the things that He respects, the things that He wants us to do. You know, He has the scriptures right here for us to get to know Him, so that we can do the things to please Him. You know, so yeah think that last part you're talking about is really doing the things to get to please him and doing the things to get to know him. And so that is really the next, next part, right? So I said, okay, humble, humble ourselves before him and submit ourselves to him. And so some, sometimes we have to like, kind of like break down, like, what does that look like? Right. You can say, you can tell people some stuff, but like, Sometimes you kind of have to like walk that out and like, what does that actually look like? 
in the physical, what does that look like in the spiritual? And I think you and I had a conversation this past week where you were suggesting something to me and I'm like, well, what, okay, like, what does that really look like, right? So submission, submit, submitting yourself to the Lord, is, it, it, it's not easy um, initially, right? So once you get to that, like, I guess like that breaking point where your pride is just in your ego and everything is just so built up, um, wanting to do the things that you want to do the way you want to do it, like it might take a lot to get to that place to say, you know what, my life does not belong to me. It really belongs to the Lord. You know, I'm a servant of him and what he wants comes first. And it's not about what I want. So that can be very challenging just for people because we're just human beings, you know, in the flesh and, if we're not spirit strong, it can be very difficult to humble ourselves before the Lord. So I want to read this this quick scripture because it, it lays out the process in my mind. Um, in the second Chronicles 7 verse um, 14. So it says, Then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves first and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and restore their lands, their land. Um, and I like that scripture because it's, it's kind of, it's, it's breaking down for one repentance, seeking his face, praying. And one key piece is turning away from their wicked ways, which what are those wicked ways? It could it could be different for everybody. It looks different for everybody. But ultimately, things that we should not be doing, things that don't glorify the Lord, and things that the Lord is not happy with, he's not pleased with, and those same things are likely things that you cling on to and that you really enjoy and you get some kind of pleasure from. And it's very difficult for you to to let go. And so you have to really get to a place where the Lord is first and he is first and he's far more important than anything and definitely more important than what were you saying the other day? More love him more than you. Yeah. But your love for the Lord and the most high should be greater than your love for your sin. sin. Yeah. That right there. So that has to happen. And that's a part of like that humility, you know what I mean? Like and 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 putting him first and realizing that, you know, we are a mess and we must be, be last um, and put what he wants first. So that is really what that looks like. And just really understanding that it's all about him first, his will, his desire, and making him the Lord of our lives. And we talk about that a lot, but him being the Lord of our lives is key because once you realize that, then you're humble. Once you to, to even get to that point, you have to be humble. Like there has to be a sense of humility, but that all goes hand in hand when you realize it's not about you and you, we are simply just vessels used by him. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> um, this, this scripture that you just read, you know, it, you know, it, 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 it says a lot. Yeah, I love this one. It says a lot because, um, and I'm like looking at it and it says a lot mm -hmm. because 
He's saying, then if my people who are called, called by my name will humble themselves, called by, by my name. So you think about that called by my name, I mean, it's a title. There are people that are called by his name, that have a title by his name, that felt some pride. So, you know, you think about the Pharisees, you know, and they were very prideful where they felt that they were entitled to salvation because of their bloodline, because of being descendants of Abraham. And they were, you know, the example were called, you know, by his name, by title, where they parade around as if that they had first class, first class ticket to heaven. And nobody else did just because they were called by his name because they were descendants through, through, through blood. And so then we we look at the pride, the pride that they had, the Pharisees had. And we looked at, you know, what Christ had to challenge them, you know, and challenge the things that they stood for. They they were more powerful over the law and keeping and looking the part and sounding the part and having the title and having the name and, 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 and felt like they... The, you know, they were exempt from, you know, uh, 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 exempt from 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 going through uh, sinning, ex exempt from falling short. They felt like, hey, because we have this bloodline, we have this name, we are entitled to heaven, and we are we are the only ones that know the things that the Lord has to say, and we are the only ones who can get it right or teach people how to get it right. And then, but they were full of pride, full of very prideful. So then, you know, so if, uh, then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and, pr and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. So pray and seek my face, you know, meaning that first, you know, yeah, you, yeah, you, you're called by my name and, and all that, but you have to humble yourself, meaning that your pride, your heart, your heart has to be humble. And then after that, you have to pray. You have to pray and seek my face, meaning that you have to put in work. You put in, you have to put in work and and, 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 and and seek my face. But you have to humble yourself. You know, you have to humble yourself because to get to to get to the Lord, you have to have the heart of a child. And being humble, being humble to him first and being submissive, um, being submissive to him and not having any spirit of pride in you. Um, but I just thought that that was interesting that his people that was called by his name and we have this day and time that we're living in, we have people walk around there are calling themselves by his, by his name, but then don't have, uh, but walking around with pride because they're, they have the title of his name. This day and time that we're living in, we have people that have the title of the, the, the most high and they walk around with pride and feel like if you don't do if you don't do the things that we are doing because we have the name of the Lord, you are going to hell. And we are doing everything right, and you're not because we have the name of the Lord. And it's right here. The Lord said, called us by his name, and it's right here. And we are doing, you know, we are keeping the Sabbath. We're keeping the Sabbath. We are, you know, um, doing this and doing that, keeping the laws. We are not eating pigs. We're not eating bacons. We're not eating this. We're not eating that. You know, so then, you know, if you, if anyone, if anyone who ever ate bacon, you're wrong. If you, if you were, if you took care of your, your child on, 
you know, on on a Saturday, just because you don't have a babysitter and you stay home to watch a child, then you have breaking the, the Sabbath law. You know, so that that pride to feel like you know that you know because we are called by His name and we are His people, we know how to get to heaven, and you don't. So that pride has to be broken, and we have to you know humble ourselves and humble ourselves before Him in every way possible because the only person that 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 got it right was Christ. None of us did. Yeah, absolutely. So, mm-hmm. So now, so now, then we, we jump right to uh, 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 First Peter five, chapter five, six to seven. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. So humble yourself. Like we 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 should you know we should always be conscious of humbling ourselves before the Lord. We don't know more than him. And sometimes we gotta slow down and say, you know what? We don't have we don't have the answer. You know, we don't have we, we don't have the answer like Lord, we need your direction, like we need you here. But we can't ever think that we know more than him and that we know better for ourselves than what he knows for us. Yeah. And we can't let the world make us think that we know better more than him. Because we have we have the world the, thinks that the, they know more than him. The world thinks so. <laughs> the world thinks so. You go to you go to you know college for four years, five years, get that degree and come back, you know, you feel like you got knowledge, you know. But the Lord said the wisdom of this world is, the world is foolishness. So all of the knowledge that you can accumulate in this world without him is foolishness. So then, you know, we have to we have to humble ourselves before before him. Be mindful of him. Be mindful of him. No matter how far we 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 we've gone in terms in terms of knowledge, be mindful of him. That the ability to even consume knowledge and keep knowledge, the mind and brain, he created that. He gave us that. Yeah, that was First Peter, right? Five, and you know, humbling yourself under the mighty power of God, and at the right time, He will lift you up in honor. So, being humble means like you know, everything that you, everything that you are, and everything that you doesn't have to be on display, on showcase. And so, doing stuff in uh, sometimes in secret, you know what I mean? Like everybody doesn't need to know what you're doing. And then it says at the right time, He will lift you up in honor, right? So like. He's going, you You will be elevated. You know, we, it may look a little different, you know what I mean? Um, but when he elevates you and he honors you, it's going to be special. It's going to be spectacular. Um, and it's permanent. It's permanent, eternal. Yeah. And, and nothing this world can give you is going to be more than the elevation that the Most High is going to give you. Um, so just continue to remain humble um, under be, his authority and under his power. That's right. Because he cares for you. He cares for us. You know, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so Give all your worries and cares to God. Absolutely, all your worries and your cares to God. You so. know, and that's what you know when when we, you know, take on our life and through our own understanding. That's what the scripture said: lean out on your own understanding, mm-hmm. because then our own understanding will lead us to destruction, will lead us to you know pain and sorrow and, and 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 suffering. But this world has been designed to you know. Get us off 
you know, get us away from God and get us away from the scriptures and get us away from the, the, the wisdom that he has. But, you know, get us to just rely on theories and 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 and, and research, you know, the theories and research will always continue in this world. They never they the scientists, you know, they, they, they scientists will accumulate accumulate knowledge. But then it's only so 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 much knowledge. Even that knowledge is still foolishness without God. You know, and the fear of God, the fear, the, the wisdom is the fear, the fear, the, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the most high. It starts with him first. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So now we, um, and then, you know, we have the example of, um, you know, example, example of uh, submission um, in Ephesians 5, chapter 5, 21 to 26. Okay. So we have here, for a husband. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. Ephesians 5, 21 to 26. And further, submit to one another out of reference for Christ. For wives, this means submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For for a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean and washed by the cleansing of God's word. So Ephesians 5, 21 to 26. There it is. So we have to operate in the spirit of humbleness, submission, submissive, not submissive in reference of, in reference for Christ, remembering Christ, remembering his obedience, his submission to his father first, and then his, his obedience and submission to Take on our the sin of the world. Take on the pain and the burden of the world. The example that he showed us. So when we deal with each other, we have to remember how he dealt with how he dealt dealt with us. How Christ dealt with his disciples, dealt with the people that he made an impact in their lives. Have reference so when we deal with each other, have reference for Christ. Remember Christ. Be kind to each other. Have compassion to each other. Humble, humble, humble ourselves before one another. And also be willing to sacrifice ourselves for our brothers and our sisters. 
some things we might not, you know, want to do, but for the Lord's sake, for Christ's sake, for our, for for the salvation, for 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 the gospel, we have to humble ourselves and do because the because the Lord ordered us to do. So, and then the example of the example of. Oh, the wife's being submissive to the husband as Christ being submissive to his father and Christ and Christ giving his life for the church, laying his life on the line for the church. So say, husband, love your wife, love your wives as, as Christ loved the church, that he gave his life for the church. So so you no, know, so we see the example of submission, where Christ was submissive to His Father and said, "Not my will, but let Thy will be done," and He gave His life for the church. So even though our we have our wives have to be submissive to us, but then we have to be submissive to the Lord first, and we have to we have to we bear the responsibility of being submissive to. The most high first because that would be the blueprint to guide us on how to uh set the example for our for our wives and set the example for our family, set the example for our kids to come. So for the husband representing the head of the house, as Christ represents the head of the church, Christ showed the showed the perfect example. By just being being submission. in total yeah, submission, total in total submission to to his father. Yeah. And not only that he did that, but also he gave something. He gave his life. He sacrificed. He sacrificed. Mm -hmm. He sacrificed his life for you know for the church. So meaning that it cost him something. It cost him something. Just so that she will be holy, the church will be holy. Cost his life for the greater good of the church. Mm -hmm. So, meaning that husbands, we have to, the things that we do, the, the sacrifices that we make for our wives should be for her greater good, for for her purification before the Lord. But in order for us to do that, we have to be in total submission with the Lord, in total connection with the Lord, in total... Our footsteps have, footsteps have to be ordered by the Lord daily, getting in our scriptures, reading our word, praying, reading the scriptures, getting to know the Lord more and more so that we can be the example that he's entitled us to be. Mm -hmm. I think that for for women as wives, right? Like this is a a scripture that's like not really an easy pill to swallow for a lot of females. I mean, a lot of women, a lot of wives. It's like, hold on, what? So I submit myself to anybody and yada yada yada, right? So it's. Um, and especially in today's society where uh, it's, I don't need a man, I, I can do this on my own, or like, 
my husband not going to tell me what to do or, or my husband this, my husband that, right? So like it's things are a lot different now uh, than how they were back then and you know how things how the order was really designed to be and the structure was designed to be because we understand for one Satan's whole objective is really to destroy the man and to remove the man from the household you really that's that's really the the mission his one of his missions and objectives so um you know the other part is so it's a lot of times it's not easy because humbling ourselves just in general is not always easy um especially like before we are before we save like it's extremely difficult but even after it can still be difficult to remain there um but what I will say is that if you notice, one of the first things that um, my husband Albert wanted to talk about first before we even got into anything was, okay, the first thing we must submit and surrender to the Lord. That was the first thing. He's like, before we talk about anything else, that has to be first. And so thank God that my husband feels that way um, because being able to submit to him. And so I have... And this wasn't even, so like for my, if we take this all the way back, right, for my transition. So I go from trying to be like a man or acting like a man or trying to uh, portray or play the male role, right, with, you know, having a girlfriend and just trying to be that like dominant person and be that, be that person, right? And then going from, okay, the Lord transforming me and blessing me with a husband who was also my best friend. And then, okay, as he began to transform me and, and help me to be the woman that he's called me to be and understand my role, like he had to teach me that. Like that's not something that I came in knowing. And through the spirit, he's shown me, you know, through studying and reading and just, just having his spirit, he's taught me this my position and my role and allowed me to be able to submit to my husband which i understand his position now if he wasn't who he is in the lord i can't say that that would be an easy thing to do but thankfully i don't know it any other way so <laughs> um but the fact that he always will put the lord first and i know that he has uh, my best interest and the family's best interest at heart and he puts God first before anything it makes it extremely easy to well not easy because sometimes I'm gonna be honest sometimes I'm not always trying to hear I'm not always trying to hear what you have to say all the time but you know I understand the position and his responsibility and I know who he is as a man of God and how he loves the Lord and he puts him first so it makes it a lot easier so it's extremely important to understand that role and understand our husband's responsibilities and how they are to cover us and protect us um and yield to them absolutely absolutely and we you know we also we have to do our part we have to you know be there to support as the lord want us to support speak life into you know into our spouse's life, um, build each other up according to the Lord. You know, sometimes tough, but correct each other. 
when it's hard to. Um, but just have good intention, like Christ's intention for each other. You know, when I say wife's being submissive to your husband, don't mean that you have a servant as a man. As a husband, don't mean that you have a servant to just serve you and do whatever you tell her to do. If you know, if we can cook, if she can't cook, get up and go cook. You know, if you you know can clean and she ain't able to get up and clean, do you know balance each other out because you know she's put in your life to be, she's put in your life to 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 help you also, but to for you to help her also for to help each other. And it's not just one way, one person doing everything. Just feel like because you're my wife now, I can just kick my kick back and cross my feet and just, you know, have you do it all. Take care of the kids, cook the food, clean, and do. You know, I can't. You know, and and you know. I think that's why that like the the first part of the scripture says, "And further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ." Right. So submit to one another. So it just being like a somewhat like a mutual submission but in different in different aspects you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's not like one person just ruling over it like we complement each other and just yeah. submit to each other and that's why um don't mean your wife so have important. to serve you serve her serve her when yeah. she when she's tired she can't you know get up and get her food get you know it don't take nothing from you that's your wife that's your, you know it you know if you can help her don't let her carry all the grocery bags you saying they doing nothing? You got ten grocery bags in her hand. You saying, like, get up and you know, help bring the bags in the house. You know, you the man. You know, you know, in fact, every time, like, whenever I pull up, I'm like, not trying to put you on blast or nothing like that, but <laughs> he's looking at me funny. But like every time I, you know, I get 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 home, um, you know, it's stuff. It can be just like a few bags that I might have, like even my backpack. You know, just coming out, like, hey, meet me with a kiss and carrying my bag. You know, and that's all the time that he does these these little sweet things. Yeah, and it, the the point is just be kind, be kind, and be really good. Be good to each other, as Christ, you know, has been good and kind to us. You know, and that's what the Lord will want us to do. Um, and you know, we're human beings and we're learning. So as we read His Word and get to learn about His His characteristics, then you know we should want to model that more and and try to be better. For you know, for for each other, for ourselves, and you know, and you know, so you know, but so it's different levels of submission. Different. Um, you have something else you want me to tell? It's different le- levels and different different levels of submissions. Mm-hmm. So now we've covered these different levels, but now we are going into um, we're going to different levels. So um, the next chapter we're getting ready to read and get into. Uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 7 to 8. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Okay. So, the, so the flesh and the spirit... It's the battle. Mm-hmm. That's the battle. So it's, this sin is the flesh. The flesh is the flesh is sin, and the spirit of God in us. The spirit of God is the battle. So so 
Meaning that any body, any vessel just being operated by the flesh is in total defiance to God, in total rebellion to God. So the scripture says the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. So being governed by the flesh, just by the flesh, you know, we're all born into sin and we're all born into this flesh that has desires and has, you know, things that this flesh wants. But everything that this flesh desires and wants is in contrary to the things of God, the things that he wants for us to be and do to live a holy and righteous life that's pleasing to him. So the flesh is at war with the spirit. So, so being 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 in submission to God, meaning that we have to be dead to our flesh. The spirit in us have to be more alive to, and more sensitive, and more active than our flesh. Mm -hmm. And it kind of goes back to the, the first scripture that, well, one of the first ones about turning from your wicked ways, seeking the Lord's face, being humble and praying and all the above. So that all really goes, goes hand in hand. Absolutely. I know. So, yeah. And the flesh cannot please God. So, so we pray that the Lord just keep pouring out his spirit on the four corners of the earth so more people can be consumed by his spirit. Mm hmm Absolutely. So, I mean, the other part is, you know, surrendering to, like, leaders and government and, and, and things like that, right? So there's a lot of scriptures throughout the Bible that talk about that. Um, and I think really that's, like, the, the final piece that we'll touch on. Absolutely. And what that looks like. Absolutely. So. All right. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your spiritual leaders and do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls and they are accountable to God. Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That will certainly not be for your benefit. That's Hebrews 13, 17. So, spiritual leaders. So, it's asking us to be in submission and be in obedience to our spiritual leaders. But then also what this is saying is that, you know, saying that we should do what they say. Their work is to watch over your souls. And they are accountable to God. So, meaning that the spiritual leaders that we are supposed to be in obedience to, God put them in charge and put them in place to be responsible for our souls. But being responsible for our souls is being responsible to help us get help us get to heaven, to guide us and instruct us and give us the knowledge and the the guidance that we need to get where we need to get with the Mosai. 
So they are there to help us with our souls, but not to help us go to hell. Not to help us be in disobedience to the Most High. Not to help us be sinful and be in rebellion to the Most High. He's not asking us to follow those type of leaders. And that's why he put it in there and said that they their work is to watch over your souls. So they're there to guide us and correct us and help us get it right. Pick us up, encourage us and dust us off. You know, rebuke, rebuke us and not agree with us on everything that we want to do. And they're there not to guide us to hell. So you hear people use, use this scriptures all the time and say that we are supposed to be in total obedience and submission to our elders. Yes, the elders who are in first obedience to the Most High and doing the things that the Most High have called them to do because they start they have to start with him first and get it right with him first and for him to anoint them and put them in position to be responsible for us. So if they haven't started with him, they started with some other things first and they are placed, if they're in your life as elders and then you have to, you have to check that because they have to Get it, start with God first and get and get it right with him because then he's putting them in position to help you get closer and closer to him. So mm -hmm. it comes down to what type of authority or what type of elder. A leadership. A leadership that you're under. under. So um, if it's not in alliance, if it's not leading you to God, if it's leading you far away from God, if it's leading you more into your flesh, leading you more into the world, leading you more into death, walk away from it, repent, and connect yourself with spiritual leaders that, that's going to feed you. Feed you. Yep, and lead you to Christ, for real. Absolutely. And to repentance and accountability and all that good stuff, and not just somebody that's going to just allow you to, you know, do whatever it is you want to do because they don't want to be the bad guy. All right. So I think the, uh, the other scripture is really kind of an example of when there is a governing authority that's been in place. And we know that the Bible says that God put these individuals in position, right? And that's what the Bible says. But a lot of times the people in position, even like back then, and we're about to read the scripture, they don't always honor God. In fact, a lot of times this system has been corrupted to the point where they are like absolutely disobedient to the things of the most high. So we want to just go over what that looks like. So I'm going to read um, Daniel 3, 10 through 18. So you issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. 
They pay no attention to you, your majesty. They refuse to serve your gods and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach, Meshach, and, Meshach, and, Meshach, and Abednego he brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able then and then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. But even if he doesn't, he want he we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Amen. Amen. So so now we go from the authority of a leader or elder to now we had we're under the authority of a government, a governmental system. So now we have the example of the Hebrew boys that refused to follow the law that was passed by the king, Nebuchadnezzar. With all due respect, they refused to disobey their God. They refused to worship another God, another deity. They refused to, even being threatened, being threatened to be thrown in the burning furnace, blazing furnace. They refused. So then, you know, so we, uh, so you hear you hear this, you hear reference to the scriptures all the time that oh, God put authority, governments and authority and power for us to be obedient, for us to be submissive too. Then we have the example right here. That's an authority. That's a government. That's a that's a king. That's a law that was passed. So when do we? Choose not to be submissive to authority or government when they are in disobedient to the Most High. When they are rebellious to the Most High. When they do not go according to the scriptures. When they are asking you to sin. Making it a law. Making it a law for you to sin. That's when you can respectfully say, no, thank you, elder. No, thank you, leader. No, thank you, government. government. No, thank you, system. No, thank you, school district. No, thank you, uh, uh, state laws. No, thank you, county laws. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. So the Lord, the, the most high, isn't calling us and asking us to be submissive to every authority and everything. No. 
The things that he's calling us to be submissive to leads to life, not death. But that's why we have to know the word. And that's why we have to know what the Lord wants from us, for us, and what his intentions ultimately were. Like, his desires and his heart. Like, we have to know that. And if you don't know that, then you'll be just blindly submitting yourself to to a system or to to a leader that isn't in submission to God. It's going to lead you to hell. So, um, yeah. Especially the world that we live in now, this world that we live in, we have to question. We have to question and and screen, examine everything, examine mm-hmm. everything, every authority that is placed before us. We're supposed to test the spirit, right? Test we, the spirits that come before us. We, we are. don't have the scripture right in front of us. We're, we're supposed to test test the spirits, right? Test we're, things, screen things, examine we, them. We are. We are. So. But in order for you to do that, you have to learn. You have to know the word. You, you have to get into your scriptures. And you need to have the spirit too, because if you have the Holy Spirit, He will give you discernment. Exactly. Yep. So the world, the world that we live in now, that tells you that it's okay to be. Defiant to the Lord tells you that it's okay to throw away your Bible and not get into it. It's okay to not pray, take prayer out of school. It's okay to hate. It's okay to not love the things of righteousness. It's okay to just do do what I will. That's the world we live in now to tell you that it's okay to do what thou will. When everything is upside down, left to, left is right, right is left. Yep. So for 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 whoever whoever's out there listening to this, get it clear, you know, get it clear, and not be confused because it's right here. Not be confused. The thing that you have to be in submission to every authority, every power, every leader. And if they're not following the things of the Lord, following the scriptures and following, if they're not leading you to God, leading you to, to, to leading your soul to heaven, helping you lead, get you to heaven. If they're not assisting, encouraging you to get closer to God, if they're encouraging your flesh, then you have to you have to remove yourself from that. Mm-hmm. And you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. And you have to be be honest and 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 and, and get yourself in a situation where get yourself to a place where you have adults and elders and authority that is gonna feed your spirit and feed you, feed you spiritually, where you're set on the right path. So being submissive to submit the ultimate submission, the first submission, the genesis of submission starts with the most high first. Starts with the men, the husband, the head of the house being submissive to the Lord first. Getting that part right first. Because if you don't get that part right first, then you messed up. Everything else is gonna you just you just messed the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. Now 
And sometimes you it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So not everybody started out getting it right first. But then when you hear the word, when you hear the the the, the you hear this message, you have a choice to, to, to go if you have if you didn't get it right, start it right from from the start, then you have a choice to go to your scriptures, get into your word, get into get into God's face and and, and call him and seek him and, and submit yourself to him so that you can so you can get it start start now. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's never too late. It's never too late. For the men out there, it's never too late for the women out there, it's never too late for the children out there. Family out there, it's never too late. So if you didn't start out the right way first, then it's never too late. When you hear this word, you know, make your choice and say, today I'm going to submit myself to the will of the Lord. It's not my will be done, but Lord, let that will be done. It's no longer do what that will. It's do what Christ wants me to do. So, you know, so we, we, um, we have, we have that, we have that responsibility we have that responsibility so uh, submit yourself to the Lord submit yourself to, to, to the Most High and start with Him first and everything else will fall into place and you can't go wrong from there that's right so alright mm -hmm. well folks pray this has been a blessing to you um, and that you know through this conversation you've learned something you know, we are learning every day and always just trying to get closer and closer to the Lord. And so as usual, you know, just make sure that you are spending that time. And if you're like, man, how do I humble, humble myself before the Lord? Like, how do I submit? You know, be praying about it. You know, just just make sure that your your mind is focused on that and you're asking the Lord to get closer to him, that you are seeking his face more and more and more and uh, surrendering yourself and just removing yourself and just really just putting what he wants first. And if you don't know what that is, then be asking him and seeking him. Like, Lord, what is it that you want for me? Like, what is your will for my life? What is your will for me? And and seek him about that and just continue to just get before him and just be reading your word because the blueprint, everything is right there in the Bible. And so just continue to read and to study and, and, and be praying. And so... On that note, we pretty much are going to wrap up, and uh, we'll see you next time. Be blessed.